0: Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kirschpur and I'm your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living. How to build a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels so rich, so satisfying, and so abundant. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy you are here on this podcast. I break down the process of manifestation into concrete, actionable and tangible steps so that you're able to really apply these concepts and create the kind of transformation that you desire. Because it's one thing to understand how manifestation works. But if you want to start drawing in those big desires that your that your heart craves, then it's about actually taking all this beautiful wisdom and applying it to your circumstances. If you are a long listener, welcome back. As always, I'm so grateful that you choose to spend this time with me. and. I know that this episode that I'm about to record is going to be so healing for so many of you. And it's an episode that I know I wish I heard months or years ago, but Eddie we are here. But before I dive into it, I'd be so grateful if you could just take a couple of minutes to go on to whatever podcast platform you listen to my episodes on to leave a review It really helps with the algorithm and making sure that more people who could benefit from this content are able to access it and once you do so please send me a screenshot of your review on instagram my handle is at kushboo.kway and as a token of my appreciation i would love to give you a nervous system regulation meditation if you commit to doing this meditation for 30 days you'll be very happy with the results that unfold because it all it takes is 11 minutes daily but The premise of it is to help you regulate your nervous system. And when you can regulate your nervous system, you can be in control of the way you feel, the perception you hold, and as a result, your overall energy. And when you can control your energy, you can control your life. So like I said, once you've left a review, just send me a screenshot on Instagram. My handle is at kushpu.kway and I will make sure that you get the the meditation ASAP. And today we're going to be talking about Ways we're unknowingly keeping ourselves stuck due to our commitment to who we once were, who we have always been, and it is deciding to liberate ourselves, liberating ourselves from who we once were in order to create a new future for ourselves. Because if we want to create new outcomes, we cannot be clinging onto our past. And so often we're just living on autopilot, replicating the way we've always thought the way we've always felt, the actions we've always taken, and then wondering, why am I not getting a new outcome? But manifestation is all about changing who you are being because your life is just conforming to you and how you show up. And until you change, until you become the change you wish to experience, it's gonna be very hard to see your external world change, not because it's not possible, but because you are the starting point of all creation. And as I go deeper into my journey, And this is, by the way, let's just normalize it, that working on yourself, is not a one-time thing. It's an ongoing journey until we leave this earth, we should be committed to ourselves and working on ourselves and raising our level of consciousness and just becoming the most exceptional version of ourselves. And so as much as I can be a coach, I have so much further along my journey to go. And it's so exciting to watch myself morph into new versions of myself. And that's why even when I get to work with other people, just watching them change into even more elevated versions of themselves in such a short span of time. It's so fulfilling. And as I go deeper into my journey, I realize ways I've been keeping myself stuck on a very subconscious level. And when it comes to manifestation, we have two parts of our mind. We have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And 90% of our lives come from our subconscious mind, the beliefs we hold about ourselves and the world around us. And the way we self identify really contributes our state of being. And remember, when it comes to manifestation, your point of attraction, so what you're able to draw into your life, it's based on your state of being. You don't manifest what you're doing, you manifest based on who you are. And if we want to now change the results that unfold, change how we show up in this world, we got to now start reprogramming our subconscious mind. We got to change the way we identify and therefore we will see those changes mirrored back. And as much as we think manifestation is the process of getting the things, right? So getting the relationship, getting the money, getting the house, getting the job, getting the improved health on all that other fun stuff. Those are just carrots, the universe dangles in front of you to fuel your evolution. But at the end of the day, manifestation, it's the process of unlearning relearning and becoming. You're unlearning stories and narratives you've been fed. You're relearning new states of being, so new ways of thinking, acting, and feeling. And overall, you are becoming a new version of yourself. You're becoming an even more elevated and expansive version of yourself. And in that commitment to becoming a more expansive version of yourself, it is a given that you will see that expansion mirrored back to you. But so often I hear people saying, when I get the money, then I'll do X, Y, Z. Or when I get the job, then I'm going to feel happy. But you are the starting point. You have to become that change. And then only can I get married back to you. So if you're calling in any kind of expansion, which essentially all your desires are going to expand your life, you got to now create that expansion from within. And that means letting go and releasing states of Sorry, identities and belief patterns that are keeping you stuck. And it's about really now manifestation. It's coming, it's about coming home to yourself and realizing that you have everything within you to fill the voids that you are currently experiencing. And so, what I mean by that is everything you want, whether it's the partner, the money, the job, the health, you want it because of the emotional experience you expect to feel once it unfolds. So I want the money, not because I want paper in my hand, because of the security I'm going to feel. I want a partner because of the amount of love and connection I expect to feel. I want a job because of the stimulation and fulfillment I expect. I want the health because of the state of wholeness I expect to experience. And really it's about realizing that you have everything within you to cultivate those feeling states. But over time, we go we get out of alignment with those feeling states. And here's the thing I want you just to go back to when you were a kid. And you know this episode it really came about after going through my phone, I know how millennial am I I mean, I was going through my phone and I came across this video of me when I was five years old. I think it was like five. And there was like I was living in Nigeria at the time, and there was like this big ball like and so it was like a talent ball or something along the lines I think it was around the no it was not it was on my birthday I remember and anyways and you know me and all my friends now we were doing different dances and so most people were doing dances as a group but I I was doing a solo dance and I was watching that video and I just had so much confidence and I crushed it I knew all the steps I was singing along I was smiling and I was just I was just so liberated and that that applies to all of us. When we come out of the womb, we're so confident. We're born feeling so free. We feel so worthy. No one cries for milk and thinking, oh, I wonder if I deserve milk. No, it's my birthright to just to cry for milk because I'm gonna cry for it. You know, and we're feeling so safe. Yet over time we experience unwanted circumstances and traumas, we hear things, we see things, and eventually we chip away at those elevated feelings. And As an adult, it's about now, like I said, unlearning, relearning and stepping back into those levels of consciousness. And, you know, that is really what liberation and looks like when it comes to manifestation, how to liberate stuck energy, because when we've been stuck in a pattern of being that no longer serves us that is being mirrored back to us in the form of stuck circumstances and so by shifting that energy from within so deciding that hey i'm going to i'm going to now get rid of whatever is causing me to maybe doubt myself to not feel good enough to not feel safe and i'm going to choose better for myself and truly my heart hurts when i think of the amount of times over the years that i allowed myself to not feel good enough when I allowed a number and I say allow because we're all doing it if we're doing if we're engaging any kind of behavior it is a choice it might not be a conscious choice but it is a choice you know and when I allowed a number on the scales to dictate my worth so seeing a smaller number than expected I would feel oh yeah I'm amazing whereas let's say I quote unquote gained weight on the scales I would start to not feel good enough when I held myself back because of my own self-judgment Questioning, am I ready? Do I deserve this? What if I fail? And so forth. And I shared this so vulnerably because I'm pretty sure you can relate on some level. Due to a past occurrence, you slowly started doubting yourself. And like I said earlier, the sad thing is you came out of the womb feeling so confident, so worthy, and knowing you were deserving of the love and abundance that your heart desires. That is your soul telling you this is who you are. And it's about now remembering this is who I am. Even though the world has maybe handed me circumstances that maybe made me question that, I get to choose again. And as a child, we don't have mental faculties to process the world around us. We take everything literally and we make it mean something about us. We create stories such as, I'm not worthy of love. I don't deserve more. They won't think I'm good enough. I'm asking for too much. And our subconscious mind, which as I mentioned at the start of the podcast episode, it's responsible for 90% of our lives. And our subconscious mind is most impressionable during our formative years up until about the age of nine. And whatever it is we're facing or whatever it is we're experiencing, we're assigning meaning. And we take everything to mean something literal. So, for and before I dive into some examples, if we don't actually change those self destructive identities, we're using something that we faced when we were a kid. And now, 20, 30, 40 years later, we're still letting that run the show. We're still letting that dictate our behaviors, the way we think and perceive the world around us, and the way we feel. And so, we're recreating patterns because we're still holding on to who we once were. So maybe you were the last to be picked at gym class. Your subconscious mind created a story. I'm never chosen. Maybe you moved around a lot growing up. It gave you a sense of not feeling like you had any kind of belonging. Maybe in your home, there was a lot of yelling. As a kid, it left you walking on eggshells. That created a feeling of internal uncertainty unpredictability and instability and it sent your nervous system on overdrive perhaps you watch your parents struggle with money you create a story that money making money can't be easy or money comes sorry money goes as quickly as it comes maybe your parents never praised you you create a story that nothing i do is enough Maybe your parents left you in daycare because they were working full time to make sure you had a healthy and happy upbringing. But instead, rather than make sense of it, your subconscious mind took it to literally mean, I'm not loved. And as a kid, we don't have the mental faculties to rationalize what is happening in front of us. And so we create this meaning. But now, as fully fledged adults, we have everything within us to choose again for ourselves, to rewrite those beliefs and to step into a new identity and so often I see people so scared to go there to go to their past because they fear all hell is going to break loose and it's not about going into the past and staying there but instead using your past as a source of understanding seeing it as data and that's sorry, seeing it as data that's providing you clarity, but also trusting that you are equipped with the tools to go there. But instead, if you're using that data as a reason to maybe allow Pandora's box to be open, again, that's when going to the past becomes a negative. When you're using your when, when you're using your past and you're staying there and you're dwelling in it, that's when you're using your past at your detriment, but your past. Like with everything, it's neutral. And if you can use it as a source of empowerment to get the closure you need to understand why you are a certain way and then move forward, it's a choice. You can't just identify your blocks. And so often I hear people saying, but this is why I am in a particular way. Okay, yeah, understand. Okay, like I shared, I gave you some examples that make sense as to why maybe you don't feel good enough but you cannot keep holding on to that story. And if necessary, if you find that it's too painful to go to the past, get the support if needed. Find a safe space where you can have these conversations, whether it's getting a coach, getting into therapy, or with a trusted confidant. But one thing which I will say, and it's no shade on therapy, but in general, I do find that therapy, and it can be very, and again, don't, don't misquote me because it's going to be very beneficial for those who need it. But I do feel with therapy sometimes it pushes you to talk to overly talk about your past, and it can be healing. But a lot of times it causes us to stay stuck in the past, and we got to be forward thinking. So talk about it and move on. Talk about it and move on. Dissect, heal, process, and move on. You can't just go on and on about how your past was a certain way. And here's the thing: is that Your parents, and this applies to all of our parents, they're just humans. They are flawed. They don't always have the vocabulary to express how they feel. Your parents have their own limitations. Your parents have their own insecurities, which maybe they're projecting, but it's not because they didn't love you or because they didn't care about you, but it's because, like I said, they're just humans. And it's sad if their behaviors or words or whatever it was caused you to feel a particular way but now you get to decide this is who i am irrespective of the circumstances i experienced but more importantly the meaning i chose to attach to those circumstances and if you don't agree so when i say if you don't agree so if you believe that no my parents aren't flawed they're amazing no one's saying they're not amazing But when you're not allowing yourself to see your parents or any other human, any other, even other authorities in your life, that's just your ego talking. And if you really love your parents or those authorities, accept them as such. Because when we idolize people, we create expectations and we end up breaking our own heart. And also when we expect people to be these perfect individuals it's not coming from a place of love it's coming from a place of ego and it's that self-judgment that we're projecting onto other people and here's the thing is like with most things that I've seen people are either operating on one end of the spectrum so they're either living in a state of denial no no my childhood was perfect everything was great and nothing was wrong and I don't know why I'm stuck in a particular way that's one end so not even accepting the fact that who you are today is based on what you experienced as a kid and refusing to accept that you play a role in what you're experiencing now and the beauty is when you can take accountability and realize that you are the source of your reality you also can now choose a new reality so that's one end of the spectrum complete denial but then the other end of the spectrum is blame blaming I'm like this because my dad did this I'm like this because my mom did this I'm like this because I went to boarding school I'm like this you know and just going on and on but neither end of those spectrums serve but instead when you can go to the middle ground whereby you move from a state of either denial or blame into a place of acceptance and understanding and willingness to choose better for yourself you naturally raise your complete point of attraction you move from a place of ignorance and victimization into a place of radical acceptance but also empowering yourself by reminding yourself that you get to decide who you are and therefore the outcomes that unfold for your life and as adults we hold the responsibility to ourselves to choose better as adults we get to decide what we no longer want to hold on to. And what we are not changing, we are choosing. And you have two choices moving forward. You can either show up to to your life as a healed adult, so being brave enough to understand why you are a certain way, taking a bird's eye view, and choosing which parts get to continue being part of your story and also now eliminating and rewriting the parts of you that no longer align with who you're becoming so it's not about resisting those unwanted parts of you but deciding and realizing you're an integrated whole being your past is part of you but it no longer needs to define you accepting everything was working on your favor even the worst scenarios and sometimes when i say Sorry, sometimes that could purely mean it was working out to fuel your evolution and growth, to do the work to help you, to remind you who you are on a core foundational level. You are a soul who is worthy, who is pure love, who is safe, who is abundant, and so forth. So you can now, you can either show up as a healed adult by doing the work, or you can live your life like a wounded child. And with the latter, it's it's like you are swallowing your own poison pill. Whereas when you can commit to your healing, when you can choose yourself and be brave enough to lean into working on yourself, not only do you raise your point of attraction, but in that choice, you also choose a new reality for yourself. On the other side of those brave choices is a whole new world of so much joy and fulfillment and abundance that you can't even imagine at this point. And at the end of the day, you have to come home to yourself. Be the parent you needed. Realize the ways in which you create a story about you. And now give it to you at this stage in your life. And here's the thing is as we have kids, well, again, if you're not choosing to have kids, that's totally fine. But if you are, or if you do have kids, you owe them this much. You owe them your healing so that you don't pass on this generational trauma so that you don't continue projecting the limitations and stories you create about yourself onto them. And if we want to raise healed, happy children, we need to become healed, happy parents And like I said, you cannot change what you experienced in the past, but you can choose every moment of your life. You can choose to rewrite a new story for yourself. And as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, manifestation is nothing more than unlearning, relearning, and becoming. And so you can sit here and say, I'm doing all the things to manifest money. I'm doing all the things to manifest a partner. The bravest thing and the most effective thing you can do is to give all, sorry, move all that energy inwards and focus on becoming the most exceptional version of yourself, choosing who you're going to be, changing your identity to align with the version of you who already has his or her manifestation, and then letting your life conform to this elevation, the elevation expansion you've created within yourself. And so if this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushbu.kway. So come and say hi and in the meanwhile have an amazing day ahead thank you so much for listening to the fit and fulfilled podcast if you have an extra minute i'd so appreciate if you could head over to itunes and leave this podcast a five-star review in doing so it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey i'd love to connect with you so please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on instagram at kushbu.kway in your social media post, or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.